Hey-o. Welcome back to the Weekend Winners Pod. Uh, Matt Nettie here. Eleven. This is his co-host JT. Or as we should call it moving forward, the Weekend, weekend Losers, losers Pod. Losers. Both <laughs> lost you guys money last week. So there's that. Uh, I went 0-3 to bring my grand total <laughs> to 0-6 in my last six NFL Yikes. Week 3. Or, week, or top three, I should say. So... My record is still above 500, 14, 12, and 1. And, yeah, you heard that right. That's with 0-6 in my last six. Yeah, coming back down to reality a little bit, I think. <laughs> um, I went 1-2 and two last week, had a c- couple tough losses. We both had the Rams. Oh, d- d- don't get me started. The backdoor uh, cover wanna, for the Seahawks. I, yeah, that one didn't even piss me off. The, I didn't even want to bring up this Raiders game because <laughs> – I, if nah, I dude. if I brought it up this early in the pod, it would ruin the rest of the podcast for me. But now we just have to talk about it. The Raiders' first drive of the game. So I had them plus 10.5 at home against the Chargers. First drive of the game, they drive right down. First and goal at the three-yard line. Get stopped on four straight plays. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, that that they're screwed. Right when that happened, I knew they were screwed. But even with that, had them plus 10.5. They were down 14. The back door was there. It had, there was fourth and three from like the 20 with three minutes left. They're basically in the red zone. Derek Carr feels pressure and spikes yeah. the football. <laughs> yep, yep. On fourth down. <laughs> spikes the football. Yeah. It yep. was, I was like, I thought yep. I was seeing things. Dude, okay, dude, this Derek is Carr's been week doing 11. That, doing that stuff all year long. The Raiders, that's what I'm saying. That's what I was going to get into. The Raiders just find new ways to find like people who bet on them just agony yeah so this is november 14th i am done with the raiders for the rest of the year you will not hear me on these airwaves bet the raiders done i'm done with them yeah no 100 i think uh i think a part of it part of it is just they suck and they're horrible and Derek carr makes the dumbest decisions ever but I also think mm-hmm. I brought this up a little bit last week. The Raiders are sort of tanking, I think. I think Gruden's got yeah. like a 10-year plan planned out. So, yeah, you won't catch me bent on the Raiders anytime soon. I It's just I know that like the bottom line when you're betting a game is it doesn't matter how bad or good the team is. You just want them to cover the number. Yeah. But it is so much more enjoyable of a three hours when you have money on a team like the Rams. Even if the Rams lose. Yeah. If you have money on the team like the Rams versus money on a team like the Raiders, those three hours are just completely yeah. different to Whether you. it's it red is, zone turnovers, goal line oh fades God. on first down for interception. And then somehow, so even after that Derek Carr spike into the ground, they still get the ball back. They can attempt a Hail Mary. The time's ticking. It's like six Five, they're on like the 50, four, three. The wide receivers just don't get set, and they don't even snap the ball in time. Derek Carr is like, the hurry Raiders, it up, hurry it up, hurry it up, and then they just don't even snap the ball. The Raiders are a joke, dude. I, uh, I've been on the Lions last week. I had them six and a half. They got blown the fuck out. I didn't know Darius Slay was out. Just had no yeah, clue. No. I, I've, no. I've lost like three or four bets this year of just me just like being lazy, not doing mm-hmm. research. It's it's horrible. It's just well, that's you would think that we have a podcast discussing football, so we would do research about like injuries and stuff. But yeah. no, that's no. just not. Well, that's actually, not our style. I, I, I have a bone to pick a little bit. I I use Fanduel currently to make my bets because yeah. I'm living in New Jersey. It's legal in Jersey now. Every, well, every single gambling website should list the injuries for that game, or yeah. at least the starters. 
I agree. I shouldn't have to fucking do like open up each team's open injury up another tab. Yeah, open up another yeah. tab. Fucking. No, they should be there. It should absolutely I, be there. Absolutely I agree. be there. I shouldn't have to. It should be in the same spot. I shouldn't have to go to a separate place to look up injuries. And also, the weather should be there too, like yes. the forecast. Yes. I don't want to pull out my weather app and see if it's going to be snowing in Jersey before exactly. I bet the Giants. Exactly. I just want it to be there. It should be Giants plus eight. Forecast of thirty degrees and flurries. Exactly. And just right there, like, come on. It's it's get, annoying too. Get because your shit like, together. Like if if an old lineman goes down, that's not going to get headlines on Twitter and shit, you know. But that's a huge for exactly. Purposes. You you realize exactly. So how the hell am I no. supposed to know that? And you realize that from the very like first play of the game, if the very first play of the game, you can tell that someone's injured. You're like, oh, it's over. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. Like no, it, exactly. the first play, you saw Mitch Trubisky hit Allen Robinson, dude, where dude, Darius Slay supposed to be guarding him. It's just like, oh, it's the, over. The Lions, They're not going to be able to guard him the whole game. Yeah, the Lions' defense last game was just Swiss cheese. It was Allen Robinson. It was Anthony. Mil- I couldn't. I turned it off. Mitch Trubisky don't, was picking him apart. Do not bring up betting on teams with Swiss cheese defenses. <laughs> I bet on the Bengals last week. Oh, they gave up a shit. fifty. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's a joke. Betting on the hey. betting against the Saints. We're Nowadays. we're in a rut. We're in a rut right now. Okay, but hey, we still got we five weeks left. We're we si- got time. Five we weeks got time. left. That's fifteen. Right? I'm still a, picks I'm each. above five hundred. I'm gonna finish the year strong, and then the playoffs is where it separates the men from the boys. Everybody and knows we're that. We're gonna steamroll through the playoffs. Yeah. Pick the Super Bowl winner, right? Easy. And uh, all the listeners will be happy with it. Easy, 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 easy. Uh yeah, before we get into this week's top three, week eleven, you want to some hoop talk? You want a little Let's talk a little hoops. NBA? There's some drama talk. in the league right now. Always the league of drama, the NBA. Uh, Jimmy Butler is moving cities. He got traded to the Sixers. Um, yep. Um, congrats on Jimmy for for being a class act in Minnesota. Yep, really yep. handling that situation well. Yep. Uh, just integrity. With respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a real respect like stand up guy. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> So I expect I, big things I bet, in that. Uh, I bet Carl Anthony Towns is crying himself to sleep over that trade. Oh, it's just I know the the Minnesota locker room is really going to be hurting now that a veteran presence, their like leader, Butler their is out heart there. and soul of the team. Yeah, yeah I know. We'll Tough. see how it uh, it affects Carl Anthony's psyche moving forward. Yeah, but. no, we'll see. I think uh, realistically, I think Markel Fultz might quit basketball after this year. Well, I I was actually going to bring up Fultz a little bit too. Um, Did you see his free throw? Yeah, that was a couple nights ago. So at the beginning of the season, I wanted – I'm a Nets fan. I wanted a Markel Fultz for D'Angelo Russell trade. I didn't really like D'Angelo, but he puts up decent numbers. He's okay. And I like Fultz's upside. Now I don't think I want that trade anymore. Fultz just no, might not dude. be tradable anymore. He's horrible. He's that bad where he – he like – I get it. He's young. And he's obviously going through some mental shit, but he might be so like screwed up now that they can't even trade him. No, that that's one hundred percent true. He's like, I think he's permanently fucked up. It's that, there that, might that, be that a documentary like twenty five years from now on him about like what happened to him. I was like eighty percent sure he was like mentally permanently fucked up, but then after seeing that free throw two nights ago, yeah, I've never seen anything like that before. Do you do you know what doesn't help either? Is he goes, he gets to like, you know, he shoots a free throw like that and, and he knows that he fucked up. And in his head, you he's just picturing tweets and videos yep. and nonstop yep. making fun. Yep. He, you know what Marco Fultz needs? 
He needs like an alternate reality where he can just like disappear in this basketball league in like the Himalayan mountains where there's no camera phones. Yeah. There's no Twitter. There's yep. no fans. He just needs to play needs, in uh, some like lost league for a year. He just needs to play basketball for a year where nobody can find him he needs, and then he needs, come back um, to the NBA and then maybe he'll be okay. Yeah. No, he needs um he needs Kawhi Leonard as a mentor for like a year. Yeah. Someone who just, just isn't active on social media at all. Just like, yeah, just like no one knows what he does, but like. He, he needs to find this league that like doesn't exist, but they need to make it for him where he can just play and there's no fans. He doesn't need to go onto Twitter after games and see idiots like me and you calling him a bump. Yeah. Imagine like right after the podcast, you know, we're working our ass off. We're practicing <laughs> right after the podcast. We think we killed it. We go, we post it on our Twitter timeline is like. Man, the weekend winners stink. <laughs> yeah, They're not funny at all. They're just Their like picks, clipping. Yeah, horrible. Yeah, they're, they're clipping like 30 second bits of our podcast and be like, these guys think this shit's funny. Yeah, making what? memes out of us and shit. <laughs> <laughs> weekend losers, am I right? Yeah. I heard they're even thinking about getting ads on the podcast too, man. These guys fucking stink. <laughs> Sellouts. <laughs> that ad nah, comment would push it too far. I saw something. I, I saw something. <laughs> I saw something, uh, I forget who tweeted it, but it was on Twitter. It was, it was Markel Fultz's free throw shot. And then next to it was Charles Barkley's golf swing. And it was like, <laughs> it was like the same, like the Spider-Man meme just where they're just looking at each other. Yeah. yeah. Just like a hitch just in it. It, it really doesn't make any sense. He's clearly was, like just very broken. Yeah. No, he's, he's permanently fucked up. I would want him as far away from my team as possible. Uh, yeah, so Butler should work really well with a dude who is clearly going through severe mental No, that's what I mean. Problems. Yeah, exactly. He's already so mentally weak, and now he's going to have Jimmy B calling him a bitch the entire season. <laughs> Speaking of uh, calling people bitches, Draymond is at his uh, old tricks again, just being Draymond. Just being just psycho Draymond. Screaming like a madman into Katie's face. My problem with this is, this is Draymond. So... You take this. Draymond is a maniac, and he's going to scream at people. He's going to call Kevin Durant a bitch to his face. He's going to be a complete psycho, but he's also going to get in the other team's head and play like a maniac for you. So this is Draymond you sign up for. So I'm all for it. I don't give a fuck. This is another overblown story. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. Like, you kind of have to expect this stuff out of Draymond. But, like, sources... This is what make Draymond good, though, is yeah, what I'm no, saying. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. craziness, I get it. You don't want to be called a bitch by your teammate, but this is Draymond. Yeah, that, that is Draymond, but, like, sources are saying that this was, like, the most intense argument of the Golden State era, and, like, yeah, he yeah. said some things that crossed the line. Like, who knows what was said in there? It could have been some fucked up shit. So, like, I don't know. He got suspended for a game, so it must have been pretty damn bad. I'm just saying... KD obviously hasn't committed long-term to the Warriors. If KD were to leave, it's not going to be because Draymond didn't pass him the ball against the Clippers in November, okay? Yeah. He might leave because, hey, the Warriors are probably going to win again, and he might like want another challenge and just be like, hey, like I want to try something else with my life. That's fine. It's not going to be because of this is yeah, why he I mean, did you, there's a video going around Twitter of like right after the argument – uh, Durant, I saw it. Durant you had have to read his lips. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. give me a fucking break. I don't know. I mean, it looks like that's what he was saying, but it could have been like a whole, a whole bunch of things. 
who knows, you know? I, but like, I can't I see it. I actually, I was in favor of Durant going to Golden State a couple years ago. I want Durant to do whatever the fuck he wants again this offseason. I'm rooting for him to leave because I want He's to see... Leave. I want to see leave. this original Golden State team like back together and see if they could still do it. The yeah. team from like three or four years ago. Yeah, I mean, I want to see them try and do it themselves again. Yeah, yeah. I think he's gonna leave. Me I too. think he came to Golden State to win a championship. To like Me sort too. of, you know, if they win three in a row, he'll be three for three yeah, in his three years out. there. I think he'll leave, Ship and Knicks, I wouldn't baby. blame him for it. Ship him but to the Knicks. I want to see because it would just make the NBA more compelling if this Warriors team. Of Steph, Clay, Draymond can now like win it again without Durant. Yeah, they're not as deep as they're they were as like deep. four years ago. They don't have dudes like Harrison Iggy's Barnes. just older. They don't have Harrison Barnes. They don't have like even Barbosa. Yeah, that bench unit was really good. Bogut would Bogut. come in and do weird yep. shit and always play pretty well. Festus Azili, Azili, yeah. yeah. But I, I would like to see Steph sort of be the the focal point. Oh, me again. too. That's what made me fall in love with Steph. And now we're just forgetting, too, that they might have Boogie Cousins, even if Durant does leave. If Durant does leave, they might just re-sign Boogie, which would just what, be stupid. What, so. is, what is Boogie's deal? Is he going to play he's this got, year? He's got... Uh, they're taking it smart. They're just... He's, he has no reason to play right now, and he's probably going to come back in, like, February. Word. He's just going to come back in February. He's probably going to come back in February. He's, he's, February. he's probably going to, like, ease into it, and then, yeah, by the playoffs, he'll be, like, 100%, and then he'll just... <sighs> Ask for a huge contract in the offseason. Win that, a ring. I mean, he handled it. He's handling it perfectly. That team with Boogie Cousins as center. <laughs> Good luck. Good They luck. can call each other bitches all they want when their starting five is Steph, all, Clay, yeah. Durant, Draymond, and They Boogie. could all hate each other's guts, but that talent is – no one's beating that talent. <laughs> um, yeah, the NBA never stops, man. That's why it's the best. I love it. Uh, let's get into the, the football portion. The let's reason why you guys it. come for us to deliver winners, which we have not been doing. No. Um, but my year-to-date record is still positive. I'm going to uh, push forward with my first top three, Indy minus two. This is also I, one of my top three. I'm getting back to the basics, all right? I'm, I'm, stop, I'm not going to be cute anymore. I'm not looking for value in lines. Mm-hmm. I'm just taking teams that I like. I yeah. like this Trust indie team. Trust me a little bit. Yep, me you too. You like this indie team too, I right? I do. I like Andrew Luck. I like their defense has showed a lot this year. Th- their defense is better than it has been in past years. Mm-hmm. Um, there's The Colts team in general is similar to other Andrew Luck teams, but they have a better coach, that Frank uh, Reich dude. Yeah. He's a pretty good coach, I think. Yeah. Like, there's, they just run good the Colts, offensive plays. The Colts have been good this year. Like, I mean... His... His name sounds like a like a Nazi war it criminal, Reich. Frank Frank Reich. Yeah, um, I do not like Nazis, but I like the Colts. Okay, so. let, yep. Let's just clarify: the re- weekend winners do not support Nazis, <laughs> but we support this Colts team in but Week we Eleven. But we support Frank Reich and this <laughs> and this Colts team. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I just the Colts offense has been like really damn good all year. Really good, especially at home. They're 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 scoring thirty points per game at home, which is ninth in the league. The Titans on the road and at home don't really score points. No. Um, nope. The Titans are coming off two big, two big wins in Dallas. and They have played better of Patriots. late. I just, yeah, you're right. Getting back to the basics, I like the Colts. I don't really like Mariota in that offense. No. no. So the Colts are nope. home. I'm, I'm going to take them. 
Totally. All right, we agree. So that's our first top three, Indy minus two. It's 1 o'clock on Sunday. Um, my second one, you are not on this game. It involves Dallas at Atlanta, and I'm on Atlanta minus three. I'm just keeping it simple. I don't like this Dallas team. They had a very good game on Sunday night. I was shocked at what happened, mm-hmm. but I don't like this Dallas team. I think if you slow Zeke down, Dak can't keep up with this Atlanta offense. I agree. I, I the, the only thing I would say is that Atlanta game last week against the Browns, yeah, that sort that of a gut hurt. shot. That yeah. hurt me a little bit because I really thought this Atlanta team Same. was poised to make like a second half playoff run. Same. And then they just got pummeled by the Browns. I'm spinning that into well, they're just a different team in the dome than they are outside. <laughs> That's yeah. how I'm spinning that in my mind to take Atlanta minus three. Yeah, no, I mean I I am with you. I don't like Dallas and I do like Atlanta. Like I said, though, that, that game last week just sort of swayed me away from putting them in the top three, but I like yeah, it. Yeah. You got to hope that defense can keep them to, like, 20. I know. 20. Yeah. And like 20. If last week didn't crush Atlanta's hopes and they still think they have playoffs hopes, they just have to kill the Cowboys this week then. Like, there's just yeah. no – if they fuck around and then lose this game, their season is yeah, over. It's done. They'd it's be done. four and six. It's done. Yeah. So they have to – if they're going to be the second-half team to make a run for a wild-card spot, they have to win. I like it. Uh, so my second top three is Denver. They are plus seven at the Chargers this week. Coming off yep. a bye, um, the Chargers have won six straight. So yeah, this is a little bit of a bold, yeah, Them and the Saints are the bet. hottest teams. Yeah. Um, but I think they're sort of they're sort of due for a letdown. Um, I think last week was more of the Raiders, like we talked about, just being stupid. And yeah, like, Chargers didn't impress me. I, I, I forced myself with my eyelids, like, taped open to watch that game because yeah. it was fucking torture. Chargers didn't impress me. It was the Raiders just being idiots. Exactly, exactly. So, like, I think a lot of people are going to look at the score and be on the Chargers. Um, and then I think Denver is just a solid team. Their record is three and six, but they played the Chiefs twice. They've had a couple tough matchups. I think they played the Ravens at home or something or away. They played the Rams at home. They yeah, played yeah. a tough schedule. They played tough teams. It's what I said on on these airwaves a couple weeks ago. Denver is the team I like to bet on. Now I'm not on this week, but Denver's a team that you just like putting your money on. Exactly. They got a good defense. Exactly. They can run the ball a little bit. Emmanuel Sanders does things mm-hmm. so. I, that's a team I like placing money on. Yeah, exactly. They when they played the Chiefs twice, they held them to within a touchdown both times. Yep. So I think if they can do that to the Chiefs, they can do it to the Chargers. Chargers Coming off the bye. are still the both LA teams. Just they don't have a home field advantage either. So yeah, like exactly. in LA, in LA doesn't you'll mean find, anything. You'll find Giants fans. You'll find there'll be more Denver Viking fans fan. there than Chargers. Yeah, fans probably. That game. So yeah, I uh, I don't mind it. Denver Denver has my seal of approval for placing money on. A team that's not that good, but you just feel comfortable with it. Yeah, they're getting a touchdown, so. My final one, Houston at Washington. Okay. I'm on Washington plus three. This, my top three, my last top three is Houston. Oh, three. the so first head-to-head pick of the year. This is our first one of the year, yeah. It took till week 11 for a showdown of top threes to match up. I will say this pick is partly because I need Chris Thompson to play football again for me. (laughs) 
a 16-team league, I just can't have one of my starting running backs just taking months off is, of is, the season. Is he projected for, or is he expected He's to questionable. He, his ribs have just been bruised now for months. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Why do you like Houston? So, Washington is missing two of their, their starting on linemen. And yes. Houston probably has the best D-line in the league. That they so do. So, I like that. If they get pressure on Alex Smith, I don't like Alex Smith. I think he sort of stinks. He's been really bad. Yeah, he sort of stinks. He has no one to really throw to. He started fine first couple weeks, but holy shit, the last like month and a half, he's been really bad. Yeah. Um, So I think they get pressure on him, and he, you know, they force a couple turnovers maybe. And then last week is a little deceiving too. The Bucs, they played the Bucs last week in Tampa. Mm -hmm. The Bucs had 500 yards of offense. They, 500 yards of offense and scoring three they points, three points. Is, is something that will never make sense to me. The, you believe like, Fitzpatrick just turned it over a couple times. Picks in the end zone. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. just so Fitz. Classic, like, yeah. Fitz leads a great drive down and then tries to fit it in the tightest window possible yeah. in the end zone. Throws it directly to the linebacker. Yeah. 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 It's like, <laughs> it leaves you scratching your head. You live with Fitz, you die with Fitz. That's, yeah. that's just Fitz for you. But I feel like... like People are going to look at that and be like, oh, they only gave up three points in Tampa. Defense, yeah. It'd be like 500 yards of offense. So I think Houston can have some success offensively too. I like that – I've been saying this for like three weeks now. But I like that Jamison Crowder and Chris Thompson should be back. Because we said this before – Alex Smith needs those guys that are just really good with the ball in their hands. Mm-hmm. He's not going to beat you with his arm consistently down the field, but he needs those guys to get the ball out of his hand quick into Jamison Crowder's hands to, to pick up eight yards, in Chris Thompson's hands on a screen to pick up 15 yards. He's not going to yeah. sling the ball down the field. He didn't in Kansas City, but he needs Jamison Crowder and Chris Thompson back. Um, Is Crow- I'm hoping- Crowder's expected back too? I think, like I said, I don't see, do see, research ever, yeah, but I just, I'm just another, off the top of my head thinking. This could be another game where I picked the top three and just didn't do any research. So oh, probably, or me. Yeah, I, it's going to be one of us that didn't. So I didn't think Crowder or Thompson was going to be back, so <laughs> we'll see. They have, their, they have the Jordan Reed syndrome of just questionable being next to yeah. their name yep. permanently. I think that's a disease that, like... Jordan Reed is spreading to the rest of the offense. <laughs> it's in the water in Washington. Just, yeah, the questionable Just, disease. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be on their tombstones. Jordan Reed, questionable. <laughs> yeah. Questionable to return. <laughs> Speaking of Jordan Reed, talk about a fucking bust in fantasy. That man scores Not six good. points a game or week. Well, it's just, it's just the, the Washington offense has just been absolutely horrible. Unbelievable, Absolutely bro. horrible. I've lost six Peterson is the only one. Yeah, that's that's not <laughs> that's hard to do. Weeks. Six straight weeks is really hard to do. Unbelievable. Uh, all right, recap your top three really quick. All right, so my top three is Indy minus two, Denver plus seven, and Houston minus three. And I am on Indy minus two, Atlanta minus three, and Washington plus three. Let's deliver some winners now for the listeners. Well, one of home, us is right? at least gonna have one loser. Yep. So yeah, so one of us is going three and zero, the other is going two and one. Yeah, exactly, guaranteed. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it for week eleven. 
Thanks, guys, for listening. We know we've had a couple screw-ups recently with uh, getting the pod up on time, a little technical difficulties, a little bit of uh, hungoverness, hitting hitting the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But we are recording earlier than we do usually in the week. We're recording this on Wednesday. So come on. We should be up by NFL game time Sunday. Hopefully by Thursday. The chances of that, though, are pretty slim. We are going to do our best, and um, chances are someone else in the NBA might call someone else a bitch before this actually gets put up. Pretty good odds, yeah. But (laughs) but, uh, we got the Jimmy Butler trade, we got KD, Draymond, and then we got our top three. A pretty jam-packed episode. Yes, sir. Thanks, guys. Yeah, tell your friends, tell your fam. Uh, Follow us on the socials, too. Because we do, yes. we give out our picks and we tweet out the podcast. It's an easy way to keep up with us. So what's what are the we... uh, Twitter handle at the WW Podcast? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I hope. For the... <laughs> Just search us. You'll, <laughs> yeah. you'll find it. You'll find us. We got like a purple logo or something. Yeah, so. I think it's blue, but you know, <laughs> same same thing. Tomato, tomato. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks.